Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Jessica and as always I am joined by my favorite gal pal Tara. Hey spooksters. Today, we're going to do another Urban Legends. I hope you enjoy it. We're going to do new Joey Z. I don't know if that's an actual right accent, uh-uh. but I enjoyed doing it. So mm-hmm. no offense meant, just it felt really nice. <laughs> Moving on. I like Love accents. Love that for I'm you. I'm weird. <laughs> Thank you. Tara supports me always. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Even when I do weird shit. <laughs> Especially when I do weird shit. <laughs> If you'd like to hang out with us on social media, you can do so by heading over to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And our handle is at Three Spooked Girls. And we have amazing Facebook groups as well. So if you're like mm-hmm. really wanting to like be part of the Spookster community and like talk to other people who listen, either about the episode, like if you're like, oh, I'm from New Jersey, I want to tell that I've been here or places, the perfect place to do that is to go to our Facebook group, the Three Spooked Girls Official. And you, like, sorry, side note, I have to say this because my ADHD is like getting to the best of me. I keep wanting to say for a little is a dollar, which is not right at this point in time in the show. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. But you can go over and be able to just kind of have that great community. We've created a safe place online for our listeners. So if you want to come talk about, I mean, I'd love to see like just random discussion mm-hmm. threads going. I love, I love mug of the day. I love when it's like, show me your pet. Mm-hmm. That's the first place we announce gift exchanges. That's Mm -hmm. pretty much where we host them. Yeah, it's just easiest. So they're there. Mm -hmm. We have book club over there. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of things happen in there. It's where we announce things first. We have a lot of great pinned things in there. So if you're like, hey, I can't find this thing that they talked about. Most likely it's pinned in Mm -hmm. either the link tree or in the Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Like last week, well, Technically, it was two weeks ago because this is the 12th and I did it like the first week of June, like that last week of May, mm-hmm. first week of June. Mm-hmm. I released the summer list, the summer mix in there. Yeah. And then like someone shared a song today in like our time. I thought that was great. Guys, do that. Do that. From the mix? No, no, no. They they're like, hey, I think like you guys would like this song. And they posted like oh. a Spotify or whatever link to a I song. I need to go look because mm-hmm. now I feel like an asshole because I did not know. but. Because I was working. <laughs> Not an excuse because I multitask at work. Anyway, <laughs> but it's a really great place to hang out with like-minded individuals. 
We also have a Spookster store. We kind of have two. We have our merch shop, which is online. Like print There's on a link, demand. A print on mm-hmm. demand. So if you're like, I really want some Three Spook Girls swag. We got lots of stuff over Dude. there. I just redid so a bunch cute. of stuff. Hoping for fall. I kind of have an idea for fall merch. So you guys should be real excited. Uh, can't wait. I think I'm just going to do one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like one thing. And... Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about it, but like yeah. I gotta pull it, I gotta pull it off first. <laughs> so we'll see. If you're listening to this in like late August, early September, say something to Jessica and the group. <laughs> <laughs> Did Unless you, you see do a it? post. Probably. Probably right now panicking. <laughs> Panic and do sweat somehow set in because of it. And I'm like, ah shit. I'm trying to do it. <laughs> so we have that. And then we also have our spookster shop. So Tara does tarot readings. She also has her crystal shop with, and she always has kind of some sort of like spooky, witchy, like fun things that mm-hmm. she'll be like, look at this. And I'll be like, don't sell that. Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and she has to be like, no, this is for the spookers, <laughs> not for you. So, you know. Mm-hmm. So check that out. There's a link in the link tree and in the Facebook group. We also have Patreon, so if you want to help support the show, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com backslash three spook girls for little as a dollar. You can get a bonus episode each month, $5 and up, start with ad-free episodes. So mm-hmm. yeah, you can just kind of check that out and see the different tier, what fits best for you, and you can help support the show and keep us a rolling. Mm-hmm. And okay, I'm going to talk about my new adventure in life. Yes. I keep forgetting to talk about my new venture in life. It's an adventure slash venture. (laughs) So for years, Tara has been like yelling at me because I don't write. Like I start books and then I can't finish Mm -hmm. them because for me, it's hard to end a story because I get too attached. So then I have all these like unfinished things. So I came across this thing that I do. It's on Amazon. They're called Vela. It's a Vela. So it's like. It's in the Kindle app. Yeah. On the Kindle app. And. Basically, they're like, they're called episodes. You have an episode mm-hmm. that comes out. I currently am on a two a week since I've started kind of getting them up Wednesdays and Sundays. So that is also in all our places. So you can go and click and check it out. Mm-hmm. The first the first three episodes are free. That's just how Vela sets it up. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't have any control of that. Yeah. But it's a it's a story. It's great. I have annoyed Tara enough with my love of Yellowstone that when I was like, I need to write a book. She was like, why don't you write a romance novel kind of like Yellowstone? And then I found Bella and I was like, oh my God, I should do this. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's great, great. guys. It's great. Tara reads them and gives me feedback. <laughs> so it's, it, it's just me doting on her. It's great. It's a great story. I really, I'm enjoying it. And I'm always like so pumped when she sends them and she'll usually <laughs> send them when I can't read it because I'm working <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it. And I have to be like, I'll read this in like four hours. <laughs> One of the great things I love about this, and I am not sponsored by Amazon Vela. No, at all. Like, no. At all. No sponsorship. Mm-hmm. I love it because it's like, because of the way they're released, mm-hmm. you just kind of get like, it's like having a fall show that you love watching. Yeah. And you're like super into it. And then yeah. like, and then so you just get like bite sized. And so like I read one and I'm always like, I need the next episode like right now. Mm-hmm. And then I have to wait like in real time one lunch today. And I'm like, okay, I need Sunday to roll around because I need the next part. I need to know what happened. <laughs> so definitely check it out. It's called Untamed Wild. 
it is about a girl who is going to like help take over her ranch. And Mm -hmm. it's actually like, it's really like a special place for me. I know I'm talking about this way too long, but I kind of have to. No, you're fine. But it's it's your a special show place too. in my heart. Yeah, I know. They'll be all right. <laughs> I know. I'm. Just, it's a special place. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's a special place in my heart because Tara and I have this friend that we lost. Mm-hmm. It's now 13 years ago. Yeah. And she's been like our heart has been a little less full mm-hmm. because of losing her. And so now I'm writing a book of sorts, which one day it will be a book, where she gets to be of the main character and like live on. Mm-hmm. So that that makes my heart really, really happy. Yeah. And whatnot. So, yeah. I love it. That's my, that's my plug for that. And also, if you guys haven't, go follow Tara on the TikTok because mm-hmm. Spooky underscore Sleuth is an amazing channel. Is it called a channel? I think. I don't know. I don't know. Profile? Um, account? I mean, account? account, yes. Oh, and exciting news that you, literally, just you is going to care about. Nobody else listening. I'm going to start being able to put out more content on there because I start a new work schedule Monday. So I'm doing four by tens. So I'm excited. That's exciting. I know. Well, I knew that. <laughs> like, I knew that you were doing that, but I didn't know the, the good things coming from it, the, the benefits yes. of your four tens. Yes. It will be all TikTok and podcast stuff on Fridays for me. <laughs> Sweet. I know, right? Yes. Ugh. All right. Well, we should probably start. We're going to start episode. now. And if you are new, we normally, we our intro, normal intros about a, a minute or two. Minute and a half if Jessica gets wordy. But I just had to share because like, no, I keep you forgetting should. to mention it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, the, the peeps need to know. Yes. So. Yes. No, it's fine. We're yes. good. <laughs> if you like romance novels, check it out. Check it. I got it on my Kindle. Check it. Okay. So, <laughs> side note, you don't need it on your Kindle. I literally send it to you via Snapchat. <laughs> oh, no, I know, but I obviously like follow or whatever it is on there and it downloaded on my Kindle and I was like, "Hey." <laughs> Just made me happy. It's on my Kindle too and I see it and like Sometimes it like catches me off guard. I'm like, oh my God, that's Aww. that's me. That's so I'm cute. doing this. So, yeah. Yes. We are so proud of you. Thank you. Let's talk about New Jersey <laughs> urban legends. <laughs> that's what the people came for. I know, right? Okay, here we are. We wanted to test your patience. And I guess you hear me profess my platonic love to Jessica. All right. So <laughs> we have <laughs> the devil's tree, which fun fact, we did cover this. Jessica and I did. Back on, this is old, April 15th of 2019. So Ew. most of y'all probably don't even fucking remember. I barely remember recording that. Jeez, but I have really bad, I have a bad memory. But I don't remember, like, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't remember anything about it other than the fact that I think there's a fence around it now. I didn't. And like realize yes. that's all the thing I remember. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. So the devil's tree. This is located in Bernard's Township and in the article we're reading from, which, oh, it's only in your state. We're going through some stories from only in your state first. They have a picture of it. Legend says that the tree is cursed and harm will come to anyone who disrespects it. The stories around the tree vary, but all center around hangings to suicides. Allegedly, snow does not fall on the tree or it melts instantly upon touching it. Ooh, I remember that. And Jessica... You were right. The tree is currently surrounded by a chain link fence. (laughs) 
because people are assholes. <laughs> I like that the article like gives you like a pinpoint. So if you wanted to like click it and find your way. Oh my god. Nope. Yeah, don't don't mess with trees, people. Especially potentially haunted. I would never want to cut a piece of a haunted tree. Uh-uh. No. I ain't gonna chop off a limb and make a like a clock because that shit's gonna be haunted. Okay, number two. Bloodthirsty spooky rabbits. I'm very excited. <laughs> okay. This legend was first started among hunters in Harmony Township back in 1891. Hunting dogs were getting injured in the fields and the hunters suspected the cause was bloodthirsty rabbits seeking <laughs> revenge. It turns out the culprit was a thorn-laced bramble. Oh my god. No, it was the it was the crazy crazy rabbit. Oh, my god. oh I, my god, that's so funny. I love that. Can you imagine this is what I picture. A group of men standing around with guns, like, you know, like slumped over their arms and their dog yeah. is sitting there bleeding and they're like, what the fuck happened to our dog? You know, <laughs> which I think because it's the 1800s, the dog is named dog. I don't know why, but mm. <laughs> just that. <laughs> and they're like, it's them damn rabbits in the field. Mm-hmm. They getting revenge. And it's like the more likely story is that they ran by like anything. Twigs, sticks, you know, thorns, you know, all of it. (laughs) No, evil rabbits. (laughs) I like it. (sighs) All right. So the next one is the Sussex Sea Serpent. You've all heard of Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster. Of course, especially if you listen to us, we've done, we've covered her. Mm Mm-hmm. But what about Hoppy? Hoppy seems to be a friendly sea serpent, but there was a widespread panic upon her first sightings in 1894. Jersey's own sea monster is described as being 40 feet long with the head of a canine and the body of a snake. This terrifying creature is said to look much scarier than it actually is. Oh, so it's like a friendly sea monster? I love that. I love that. That's great. I also really like that people talk about the Loch Ness Monster, and they're pretty mm-hmm. sure now it's just a whale's penis. <laughs> Which, I'm that sorry, it's the original dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, wait a tick. Oh my god. That's funny. <laughs> There's a penis in that shot. <laughs> and here's the thing. There's someone out there right now wearing a Loch Ness Monster shirt. <laughs> And it's just whale penis. Oh my god. That'll be my new merch. It'll just say whale penis and have the lockdown <laughs> monster on it. Please no. I Underneath it, properly that. educating the masses. That's it. <laughs> okay. Number yeah. four is Woodbridge Cemetery Snake. Okay, I'm already done because it's a snake. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. This legend dates back to 1896, beginning with the funeral of Lulu Lorch, a snake is said to have wrapped itself around her casket. <gasps> Everyone who looked at the snake in the eye would meet their certain demise. Oh. While this seems unlikely, Lulu's 29-year-old brother, William, died of heart failure 20 minutes after her funeral. And so saith, I love that, and so say, or so saith the legend surrounding the family of Lulu's untimely demise. Hmm. It is also said that there are still cemeteries in New Jersey's worth visiting thanks to their old age and or their spooky qualities, if you dare. I love a good old cemetery. Like ones that are 
Yeah. A lot of like 1800s. That's mm-hmm. my jam. Yeah, there's usually a lot of interesting stories with those. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next one is the Atco Ghost. Probably one of our more popular urban legends. The Atco Ghost is said to appear whenever drivers honk three times on Burnt Mill Road in the Pine Barrens. Legend has it that the ghost boy haunts the site where he was struck by a drunk driver. This eerie New Jersey urban legend may or may not be true, but it is still immensely spooky. Love that. I love a good ghost on the side of the road. (laughs) I like that this one wants interaction. Like, it wants you to come and, like, honk the horn and be like, hey, I see you. Right. Yeah. Number six, Newark's ghost train. Local legends whisper about a ghost train passing through Broad Street Station at exactly midnight on the 10th of every month. That is very specific. Wow. The train is said to be driven by an engineer who was killed on the tracks back in 1868. According to the Newark Courier, crowds would wait to spot the specter, but to no avail. No evidence has been found to support the tale. But it's fun anyway. That's actually like would be a fun thing. Like, Mm-hmm. To have, like, a ghost train party. Oh, yeah. Love that. You could, like, sell tickets, make it a rave. I'm in. Yeah. As long <laughs> as there was no actual trains coming in, you'd be good. Yeah. Right? All right. Our next one is Belmar's Disappearing Pond. Native American legend says that a large pond once sat at what is now the junction of 18th Avenue and Allaire Road. On a cold night, a massive flock of geese landed in the pond. The pond froze, so these poor geese, w- oh my god, would have likely been trapped. Ugh. But they worked together and flew off, lifting the entirety of the frozen water, taking it with them. Though very doubtful, this is still a nice fable about teamwork and survival by working together. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty. Like, you're like, oh, this is a great cautionary tale for children. You're literally saying it, they got frozen alive like jesus christ no i picture it like there's a lit there's a pond and then their feet are just just their feet like think cartoon oh this is God. the positive head. yeah think like cartoon duck with their feet frozen in the pond and they're like guys we gotta go and they like flap their wings and they fly off at the pond <laughs> yeah what a fun <laughs> could you imagine the first person who told that story that first person was high oh for sure that <laughs> That first person was like, I got a story, guys. <laughs> okay. Saw some shit. That was awesome shit. <laughs> the f- ducks <laughs> fucking flew off with the pond. <laughs> okay. Number eight, hotel hauntings. Flanders, which I love. <laughs> Flanders right. Hotel is a lovely place to stay in Ocean City, but there are several urban legends surrounding the site. It is said that the hotel once hosted covert crime boss meetings in its catacombs. It has catacombs. Oh, shit. I got real excited there. Sorry. It allegedly also is the home to several ghosts, the most famous of which is a young redheaded woman. And it is located and they give the address. It is 719 East 11th Street. And Tara knows how much that bothers me when something (laughs) is like... I don't know why. Just bothers me with the Mm -hmm. East thing. It's because where Tara lives, Oklahoma, they have like Mm -hmm. North, East, 14th, West. And I'm like, I don't don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah. But that does sound like an interesting place to 
do an episode on, maybe. So we'll have to check it out. If we do, you know I'm going to make Flanders jokes. Oh, yeah, that that's mandatory. So it's fine. Okay, our next one is Captain Kidd's Jersey Shore stash. So Captain Kidd, notorious pirate, spent a significant amount of time in New Jersey. His marriage to a wealthy Monmouth County woman is actually what led him down his pirating path. It's a legend has fault. Right. Interesting. (laughs) He couldn't want to do that on his own. (laughs) Jeez, blame your woman. (laughs) Legend has it that he has gold hidden in several spots throughout the state, including Treasure Lake and Cliffwood Beach. I wonder if it's called Treasure Lake because of his treasure. I bet. Could you imagine, like, if you accidentally found one of these places? Oh, my God. Now, would you tell... Real question. Would you (laughs) tell people that you found pirate treasure? I think it would depend what it was. But probably. I don't know. I'd be careful with who I told. Right. Because I'm like, I have a feeling some, like, museum is going to sweep in and be like, actually, those Mm -hmm. belong to this. And you you can't keep it. I'd be yeah. like, bitch, pay me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I found mm-hmm. it. It's mine. <laughs> it's mine. Okay. Number 10. The Tom River Terror. A haunting in the city made headlines several years ago when a family purchased a home in the neighborhood but fled after only a week, claiming that there was strange noises and occurrences. Allegedly, doors would open, whispers could be heard through the vents, and an eerie dragging and scraping sounds <gasps> came from the basement. The spookiest Ew. part of the story? A staff writer for the Urban Legend website went to interview the family, and apparently the eerie voice of a ghost <gasps> child can be heard in the interview Ew, tapes. If you, if you'd no. like to listen, check out the audio on Urban Legends Online. I how will not. Have, okay, how does that have to do with the river? Maybe it's in that area? Maybe, I don't know. It just The picture is definitely of a river. Yeah, I'm too scared to click on that link. I don't know. Maybe later. Maybe not. Maybe tomorrow when it's sun out. (laughs) You guys don't realize I got a little quiet because I turned to look out the window to see the light. (laughs) Okay, uh, go-go ghosts. A South Plainfield gentleman's club claimed to be haunted by ghosts of Mad Dog, a former mob hitman. There were reports of flying glasses and other strange occurrences, but being billed as the only haunted go-go bar in North America definitely brought the lounge media attention. Liquid Assets got widespread press coverage, but was shut down after a 2014 shooting. Damn. Wait, the Gentleman's Club was called Liquid Assets? That sounds nasty. Again, the photo <laughs> does not do, I guess it's no. of the town, but like apparently they were state yeah. champions. In 2010, for wrestling, according to the picture, 2010, number one in New Jersey, 2012, and 2013. So you know there's at least a few guys who went all the three of those years. Mm. That's cool. Good for them. Okay. Mm -hmm. James Still, MD. Oh, God. A Pine Barrens legend. James Still was said to be the 19th century African-American doctor who was unable to practice due to his race. The legends vary and say that he was hung, while others say he went on to be a local hero and died of a natural death, or died a natural death. Mm. One thing is generally agreed upon. He still haunts the area. 
aiding injured travel aiding injured travelers so <gasps> how sweet this one could definitely be worse but at least the spirit of doctor still seems to have good will towards the living oh that's so wholesome i love that me too i really hope he died of like natural causes yeah that's what i, I was gonna say that's what i believe it's <laughs> what i want in my heart right 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 that's what my heart believes <laughs> okay The Massacre at Long Beach. The massacre itself is, in fact, the legend is that buried treasure can be found near the site, somewhere along Barnegat Light. Whether or not it's really there, who knows, but the tale is fun to tell nevertheless. And they have a picture of a sign, and it says, Massacre at Long Beach, October 25th, 1782. A British vessel ran around near Barnegat City and was captured by Patriot militiamen under Captain Andrew Steelman. That night, while sleeping on the beach, Steelman and his men were massacred by Tory raiders led by John Bacon. Stupid John Bacon. Wow. Bet you guys didn't think you were going to get these kind of urban legends, but it's just a variety today, and I like it. Me too. Okay. (laughs) Clinton Road. The 10-mile stretch near West Milford runs from Route 23 to Upper Greenwood Lake. Spooky legends have surrounded the stretch for over 100 years. It apparently has been host to ghosts, witches, unearthly animals, and earthly clansmen. One of the stories Mm. says that two brothers stumbled across a clansman meeting on the road near Cross Castle. They made it out alive, but the same can't be said for everyone who has traveled down the paranormal path. In 1983, a cyclist on the road spotted vultures circling a tree. After further investigation, a discovery of a garbage bag with a human head (gasps) sticking out. The investigation surrounded the murder, led to the conviction of a notorious mafia hitman, Richard the Iceman Kuklinski. Oh my god. That's that one is just terrifying. It's just bad luck. Yeah, that that was scary. I don't like that one. Okay, next one is Shades of Death Road. So this road is in Warren County and is surrounded by local lore. Some say the road got its name after a plague killed so many local residents that morgues were full and bodies were laying in the street. That would do it. Yeah, holy shit. Okay, so the last one for this article is the Jersey Devil, which I've heard a lot Mm. about. It's New Jersey's most famous urban legend. Even our state's NHL team is named after the mysterious animal or the mysterious creature. Our very own quote unquote Bigfoot. The animal is said to have the head of a goat, bat like wings, horns, small arms, clawed hands, cloven hooves, and a forked tail. I just need to point out that the drawing of this makes it look like it's wearing Crocs, not cloven hooks. <gasps> oh my god, yes it does. <laughs> I was like, why is the Jersey Devil wearing Crocs? <laughs> I just need to know. But okay. It resides in the Pine Barren regions and emits a blood-curdling scream. The legend begins all the way back with the Lenape tribe, who believed a local woman birthed a very strange entity in 1735. It was her 13th child. Oh, God, poor woman. Mm. As she agonized in labor with the baby, she decried its very existence, asking the devil to take the 13th one. Oh, my God. 
After birth, the the demon fled and was not seen again for five years when it was supposedly exercised by a priest. It was thought to be gone, but was spotted again sometime later. In 1909, sightings were so common that the creature got media coverage and the artist rendering, the one above, the one in the Crocs, was published in the Philadelphia newspaper. Wow, made it all the way to Philly. Damn. There have even been many stories of sightings throughout the years, including one by Joseph Bona Oh, one by Joseph Bonaparte, Napoleon's eldest brother. Dang. Okay, so that's the end cool. of that one. Yes, yes. And this other one, there's only a couple. There's like maybe two. Because there's a lot of repeat, but this other one we used for New Jersey is 11 Eerie Urban Legends of New Jersey from the Travel Channel. And like I said, a lot of them cross over. So we're just going to read the ones that we have not gone over yet. The Devil's Tower, Alpine. The large stone tower was commissioned by a rich sugar importer, Manuel Rionda, in 1910 as a present for his wife. Originally called Rio Vista, the plan was for his wife, Harriet, to have a place to see the skyline in nearby New York City. From the top of the tower one evening, Harriet reportedly saw Manuel with another woman, and the devastated wife leaped to her death. (sighs) Visitors to the tower report feeling like they're being pushed from behind, hear screams, or even see what looks like a crumpled body on the ground when they look out from the tower. Oh my god, that's intense. That is crazy. Okay, so our last one for the evening, day, time, whenever you're listening. It's evening for us. The episode. Mm -hmm. The episode. I know, I just need to say episode. I don't know why I say evening. (laughs) Habits are hard to break. Okay. It's okay. This one is called Hookerman, (laughs) which just makes me giggle. In Long Valley. Yeah. Yeah, with the town name Long Valley with that. (laughs) Long Valley Hookerman. Okay. (laughs) There's like two things that pop into my head. It's like an old sea captain in like yellow, like a yellow rain slicker with like lingerie over him. Oh my God. Guys with a hook hand. We're going to find out which one it is. I have a feeling it's not the first one. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) Okay. A single light can reportedly be seen floating along the railroad tracks in the area. At first glance, it appears to be a lantern or a flashlight, but quickly disappears. Local legend says that a rail worker was knocked unconscious by a work accident in the early 1900s and fell with his arm splayed across the... Oh. Splayed across that part of the track. When he awoke, he realized his arm had been severed by the passing train. What do you mean? When when he awoke? So, like, (laughs) just passed out from the... This is just, like, some Michael Myers shit. It's fine. Just, you don't... I don't need to wake up when a train runs over me. (laughs) The prosthesis he used was a simple hook. And he hangs his lantern on the hook as he searches the track for his missing arm. Oh, damn. That's sad. I really wish it was the first one. I really wish it was a sea captain. (laughs) Who likes lingerie? Yes. Either like under his coat, but I prefer it like over the coat. I love it. Because it's sillier. I love it. Okay. Well, all right. (laughs) That was fun. (laughs) 
We hope you are enjoying this series on the urban legends of, around the United States. We're just kind of putt-putting through them. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a minute because, you know, there's a lot yeah. of freaking, there's a lot of states. And yeah. then if we go territories, but, you know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> maybe maybe some won't have as many and we'll have to double them up. We'll figure it out. It'll be fun. <laughs> But with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off. We will be back on Thursday with the second installment of Shiny Happy People. So we hope you come back and listen if you are into the Duggar drama. We will see you then, guys. Bye. Toodles. Toodles.